Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon, or whatever you know something, or you know whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as pres- vice president of the United States. A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family. Not a joke. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone. Every time I hear hail of the chief, I wonder, where the hell is he? Turn around and, where, where's, where's the president? What, what, I can't remember it. I was in the foot, 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 excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominate Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Yeah. Kleptocracy and clip the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? Mm-hmm. I didn't think she was she was gonna be here. And now to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay. She's in the ground, Joe. Here's John and Ken. Yeah, I got a shovel. Uh <laughs> KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Old Joe Biden, and he kind of crosses over into this whole scandal with the L.A. City Council. He's coming to L.A. tomorrow. Do you think he's going to stop at City Hall and ask him to resign? Maybe he'll speak like all those people did today. Uh, That's right. Grab the microphone and say, where, who, what, what, where, why, who, why am I here? Uh, He's arriving tomorrow. He's going to be in Vail, Colorado first to give a speech on what? Protecting and conserving America's iconic outdoor spaces. That's a biggie. Then he comes here for remarks on infrastructure investments. Don't talk about high-speed rail, please. That sounds exciting. Yeah. You think he's going to refer to the uh, billions and billions of dollars that have been blown on high-speed rail? How about the fact, Joe, we have the worst roads in the nation and yeah. the highest gas taxes. Can you do anything? Hmm. And then, and of ca- course, uh, it's a reception for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. It's a fundraiser. Yeah. Then he's going to go to Orange County on Friday. But uh, the reason we're also going to talk about him is that apparently in that last little clip you heard in Bidenville, the Where's Jackie thing, which occurred just a couple of weeks ago, 
when he was looking for a congresswoman from Indiana who died in a car accident in August. Her name is Jackie Walorski. Uh, there is another poll out, Issues and Insights slash TIPP. 64% of Americans now very concerned, or at least somewhat concerned, about his mental well-being. That's a 5% jump from a survey in early August. And the number of Democrats who are a little bit concerned about Biden's mental health is jumped 13 percentage points in just two months. Boy. From 39% to 52% saying that they are concerned, very or somewhat, about Joe's mental acuity. It's interesting how powerful partisanship is, or at least how powerful it is before you admit out loud something that... Uh, yeah, I heard somebody talk this morning who was uh, watched the campaign closely in 2020, and he said, this is what was going on during the campaign. This is what he was doing at many events. The, the limited number that he attended because of the COVID pandemic, everyone yeah. just willingly chose to look the other way while he was bumbling around in 2020. So, it's of course, it's worse in 2022. I mean, this, this is just willful ignorance because... Uh, so many people didn't want Trump to have another four years. But his brain has been softening for a long time, except now you you, you can't get around it. No, you, know, you it, can't excuse the Walorski thing because uh, he put out a statement mourning her death and ordered the White House flag lowered for two days following her car crash. Right. So not like she was a lesser-known congressperson that may have passed away and wasn't on the radar. No. It was a big story when it happened in August, especially in D.C. Right. And... She had been working on the bill that Biden came to uh, commemorate. That's what he was that talking appearance. about then, right? That's so right. he would absolutely. And, and I guess that's what's really galling is all the stupid lies that the uh, press secretary tells. Well, you know, she was top of mind. She was top of mind, and that's why you forgot she's dead. God, I'm so sick of that. I really am sick of that. It's not even funny anymore. It's like, stop lying to me. What do you think I am? Not a vegetable. Uh, let's uh, cross over into the city council scandal, because believe it or not, of course, it's an L.A. Times reporter, Eli, what, Stokoy? I never heard this name before. Uh, he questioned the White House press secretary today, Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre, about the city council and the racist and uh, homophobic comments made by Nuri Martinez and Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon. They actually actually asked the press secretary about uh, what Biden thinks should be done. Here is the clip. Yes, please follow this. Uh, spoke to him about it uh, yesterday. Uh, look, the president is glad to see that one of the participants in that conversation has resigned, uh, but they all no, should. He believes that they completely. all should resign. The language that was used and tolerated during that conversation was unacceptable, and it was appalling. Uh, they should all step down. And here's the difference between Democrats and, and MAGA Republicans. When a Democrat says something racist or anti-Semitic, we would we we hold them, we hold Democrats accountable. When a MAGA Republican says something uh, racist and or anti-Semitic, they are embraced by cheering crowds and become celebrated and sought after endorsements. Senator Tuberville, let's not forget, this just happened, uh, saying black people uh, commit crimes. Doug Mastriano, 
attacking his opponent in Pennsylvania governor's race for sending his children to a Jewish day school. The president used to say, and, and I'll quote the president right now, quote, hate never goes away, it only hides. But lately, it's just one in the, it's one in the open at these extreme MAGA rallies. Oh, okay, she turned the whole thing into Trump people. Yeah, Trump people are racist. Which is what the two idiots... She's a mouthpiece for the party, right. so she's got to yeah. do that. Which That's is what job. the two idiot columnists for the LA Times did the same trick. They started uh, writing, oh, well, you know, this is the kind of language uh, uh, that you normally hear at a Trump rally. It's like, hey, that, that's, uh, that's racism right there. Yeah, that's, that's broad brush racism and hatred. It's just their partisanship. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, let's just correct her because I think that's how this story got misconstrued. Most people know Nuri Martinez did not resign from the L.A. City Council. So you heard uh, that spokeshole there act like, oh, one has resigned. All the other two should know. So only resigned as council president. She still wants her pay as a council member. So let's did, be clear about that. Did you see uh, Biden's fake my house burned down story? Well, that that story's come up before that. Yeah, it was, well, he, he, he told it again Wednesday. He was Wednesday uh, being last Wednesday. Uh, Today no, is Tuesday. OK, last Wednesday. Yes. But he's told that story before. I, the, the New York Times did this piece on him trying to make he's always just an embellisher to create a political identity and character. They were trying to excuse his weird storytelling. It's uh, Trump. They just outright called a liar. Right. Right. But, but Biden, but Biden it, is it, just, he's just trying to, you know, it, be a storyteller. In fact, the headline said, um, uh, he spins yarns that often unravel. Yes. He's, that was the he's headline. He's in the right. habit of embellishing narratives. And if you haven't heard the fire story, uh, he was standing in front of uh, hurricane Ian victims and tried to identify with them by saying they had a house. His house was nearly destroyed 15 years ago. We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it. He's also said, I uh, had a house burned down with my wife in it. Burned down. Well, news reports at the time said it was a small fire that was contained to the kitchen, under control in 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. That came up, I think, last year, the year before, he told that same story about uh, barely escaped. Oh, my gosh. Kitchen fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we return, we're going to talk about what doesn't get talked about enough. And you got to hear the numbers on this. And that's the out of control border under this president. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The Moist Line is returning on Friday. A uh, quick reminder to take your calls. You can use the iHeartRadio app and talk back using the microphone icon. You can call the toll free number 1 Moist 86 1 664-7886. You think there was overlap between the Moist Line callers and the people that stood up at City Hall today and uh, council chambers and were screaming at the... They, they share the same spirit. They may be upset. Expletives and... Yeah, yeah, they're upset about different things, but uh, they, you know, they have the same uh, disgust anger. and revulsion uh, with uh, you know the, the establishment. Everybody's, about, everyone's uh, unhappy. We're talking about old Joe, and he's coming to Southern California tomorrow. He turns 80 next month, and apparently they want to play that down for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, then, the, then the, why is he coming out here? If you want to play it down, lock him in his room. Well, they're kind of two separate stories, but... Uh, no, oh, I see, you, I see. Yeah, don't you, even put him in public. Don't put him in public, no. But there's a big vote coming up in November. He's got to get out there. He's, no? he's actually not campaigning uh Almost no one asked him to campaign. The 
Georgia governor candidate. What's her name? Stacey Abrams? Yes. Apparently she's going to bring him in. That's what I just read over the weekend. She's losing badly. Oh, she is? Uh, yeah. It's either people losing badly, and so they got they got nothing to lose. And she's another good story because she didn't accept her loss right. four years ago, yeah. but you know that didn't get to play like Trump no, did. Because because everybody in the media and everybody in the on the Democratic side are a bunch of hypocritical Right, because they phonies. decided, oh, something's wrong with her election. Yeah. But if Trump claims hey. it got stolen, no, I know he's a liar, the big lie. Hillary Clinton said the, uh, Trump stole the 2016 election, Yeah, right? she did. That's right. That, she the, was not. the Russians stole it. So everybody, that they've been doing this twice as long as Trump has. All right. They're all they, they're all out of their minds. They didn't carry the Hillary Clinton water really much further, though. I mean that that didn't get much play. Of course it did. That's why I know that's the hypocrisy of it. No, of I mean they didn't. They didn't. What do you mean they, they didn't? They didn't carry out her belief that the election was stolen. It kind of faded quickly. The mainstream progressive media right. didn't really jump yeah, on that for long. Yeah. I didn't see too many stories. No, I I, I agree with you. Uh, that's my whole point, is is they're hypocrites. When Hillary did it, they dropped the story. When Trump did it, of course, he did it for far longer and far more spectacularly. Oh, I see. They but, carry on covering his... Yeah. And calling it the big lie. Yeah. Now, to the border, uh, a contributor to uh, Fox News by the name of uh, DeRoy Murdoch wrote a pretty good one with some unbelievable numbers about the border. We'll begin with the smuggling. The Department of Homeland Security reports that Mexican cartels' income from smuggling illegal migrants into America was about $500 million in 2018. This year, it'll be $13 billion. That's an increase of 2,500%. Think about that. Uh, He goes on to talk about how Border Patrol agents have apprehended 951,568 illegal immigrants during Trump's final 19 months of office, in Biden's first 19 months, 3,588,877 illegal immigrants, up 377%. You can use the percentages or the real numbers. They're both shocking, aren't they? Uh, there uh, is, that, I mean, it's such a huge difference. And, and nobody talks about this. I have read in certain states... That would be Arizona and Texas. It's either number two on people's minds behind inflation and the economy. But in most other places in the country, this isn't getting much play. That's just the way the media covers it. But wow. Uh, Yeah, but but I think Abbott and and DeSantis found a way to break through the media silence by carrying those. uh, Oh, the migrant buses. The migrants, yeah, to, uh, to New York and Chicago. Right. So they got a lot of play out of that, and there's a lot more people aware of the issue than there used to be. Right. Uh, 14 House Republicans wrote the Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to complain that between October 21 and July of 22, more than 130,000 Venezuelan's nationals were encountered after entering the U.S. illegally, and that the Marxist Nicolas Maduro regime is deliberately releasing violent prisoners early, including inmates convicted of murder, rape, and extortion, and pushing them to join caravans heading to the U.S. I had not heard that story before. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. The worst... Isn't the that Ven- what Castro did with Cubans sometimes? He put, like, the prisoners on boats to send them to the United States during yeah. all those... Uh... No, that's what all these guys do. Because why should we have them in our country and have to pay for them? It's like... Oh, yeah, you America. can have our criminals, right? Yeah, America's got open borders. They don't care. Sure, if I was a dictator, I'd do that too. Here, guys, here's a paid vacation on a boat. 
Go enjoy America. Uh, also, another group of senators contacted the Marshal Service. So according to their letter from August 30th, so far in fiscal year 22, the Border Patrol has apprehended over 9,000 criminal immigrants, including 53 for homicide or manslaughter, 280 for sex crimes, and almost 900 for assault, battery, and domestic violence. During Trump's years as president, 11 terrorists on the watch list were captured at the border. Under Biden, Border Patrol apprehended 15 alone in 21 and another 78 in fiscal year 2022, which, by the way, just ended. Wow. Well, I tell you, here's a statistic for you. In uh, April of 2020, there was 17,000 apprehensions at the border, 17,000. In May of 2022, 241,000. From 17,000 to 241,000 in two years' time. Right. And they'll tell us that, well, you know, these things happen. It's seasonal. Sometimes there are no. upticks. No, no, that's the same season. It was springtime. <laughs> and conditions in a lot of these countries have been the way they've been for decades. So no, they, they, there's they, nothing really going on. They're, they are arguing that a lot of the Venezuelans are coming because of this uh, crazy uh, leader. You know what? I, everybody's got a reason to come. That's why you just have to seal the border. You, 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 you could, I don't want to hear re- when I hear politicians telling re- telling me reasons or just going through the basics of the story. I know they're out there. I know why they want to come. I know about the conditions in their countries. Uh, that's not the point. The point is, is we have nowhere to put them. We have no jobs for them. We have no seats in the schools for them, which is a problem I'm hearing. I've been reading is happening in in New York City. There's nowhere to put them in school. And there's a lot of unaccompanied minors. No. And then, you know, there's, there's statistics on, on how many of these uh, migrants have died trying to get here. Oh, yeah, that's in the story, too. Quite a few under Biden's reign. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the, the exact, exact number. But, uh, oh, here we go. Um, all right. In Trump's first uh, final 20 months in office... Uh, 712 illegal aliens died near the border. For Biden's first 20 months, that number went up to 862, uh, up 21%. Uh, smugglers let uh, people roast to death inside the abandoned trucks and cars. Oh, and then you have the fentanyl. Fentanyl killed 71,000 Americans last year. For those ages 18 to 45, the fentanyl leads COVID-19, car wrecks, suicides, and every other cause of death. Fentanyl is number one for people 18 to 45. Now, because it's 100 times stronger than morphine. I was reading a story. I, 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 do you ever see that Stanley Tucci uh, series on CNN about Italy? No, I've heard it's about food, right? It, it's mostly about food, but uh, it, it strays outside food. And um, he, he visited this section called uh, Calabria, where he and his family had uh, their family was from. Uh, hadn't been there in 50 years. And he focused part of the hour on, uh, in Calabria, the, uh, there was this mountainous region. And I had no idea, but apparently maybe the most powerful mob organization works in the mountains of Calabria. And they take in $12 billion a year. In, well, I, I should say $60 billion a year. Oh. $60 billion a year now in revenue. And I started looking them up. I started reading about them. And they have connections 
to, you know, the Mexican drug cartels and the Russian mafia and you name it, right? And and I'm looking at this and I, I was stunned. I had no idea things were this large, this widespread. But I'm telling you, we act, our country acts as if they're terrified of disturbing the Mexican cartels, which is why they don't do anything to disrupt the drug trade, except, right, got- you know, cause some cosmetic raids once in a while. All right, we got to take a break. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, back in November of 2018, against our advice, the voters passed, uh, well, what you would call uh, tough times for the hot dogs. It bars sales in California of pork, veal, and eggs from animals whose confinement failed to meet minimum space requirements. We've talked about Proposition 12 on and off over the years since then. And the reason it's in the news today, the whole thing's in front of the United States Supreme Court. The constitutionality of the law, because the claim is it undermines the power of states to regulate a range of issues within their own borders. But the claims of the states that don't like this, number one, it's going to cost a lot more to conform to Proposition 12. And it's, it's, it's all about regulating interstate commerce, requiring out-of-state producers to comply or face a California sales ban. There's a legal doctrine called the Dormant Commerce Clause that bars states from passing laws discriminating against commerce in other states. And they're claiming in this suit, which is being heard, the U.S. Supreme Court that that's what California has done with Proposition 12. 99.9% of pork produce, pork production happens outside of California. Yeah, we, California produces just one-tenth of 1% of the nation's pork. So. And uh, the Constitution gives Congress the power to regulate interstate commerce. Uh, states don't have that. States can't say, well... We're not, you know, the, its citizens are not allowed to buy things from another state because this other state doesn't comply with our values and our requirements. You can't do that. Right. But didn't, I mean, I know it was an air thing, but didn't California get away with setting different emission standards for cars and stuff? And they kind of get they, an exception on that or something? They were given a waiver by, by the, the EPA. By yeah. the EPA, and Trump threatened to reverse that waiver. Right, but I think now Biden has right. yes, solidified but, but it. But that was a break that California was given because California has some unusual air quality issues that other states don't have, which is why we had that stupid uh, summer blend of gasoline. Right. Uh, you don't think the pigs are in the same category n- as uh, car no. exhaust? No, because it, it doesn't infect the environment that we all have to deal with. This strictly right. affects the uh, conditions of the pig. And what I've never understood... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here she comes. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> Who made that sound? <laughs> I heard something. Something's buzzing in my head. Well, because if you're 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 sending you're sending a pig into some kind of uh, you know meat grinder, what does it matter the size of the cage that he's... you don't think they should be treated humanely before they're murdered? What's <laughs> murdered? <laughs> nice loaded question. Uh, no, I don't. Well, because they're being murdered. See, that's my point. We're doing a lot worse to them than making them live in a crowded cage. Right. 
But I still think that they they deserve to be treated humanely. I mean, you already know how I feel about them being right. killed. But they why should they all be smushed in these pens, these cages? I I just I want, don't understand why why we I have want, to treat animals that way. I want cheaper bacon. Oh come on, you can There's, afford it. Forget oh, it. No. You can afford it. You like She's done your budget you for sound you. sound like one of those socialist politicians. No, I know. I, gonna... I, I was just saying that to be funny. But, I mean, come on. Wouldn't you rather have the animals treated? No. You're an animal lover, John. Wouldn't you rather have them treated mm. fairly and maybe spend Look, another buck on bacon? The uh, oh, sound of a pig yeah. cooking there. The Ninth Circuit threw this lawsuit out. This is from the pork producers challenging California's Prop 12. Which a lot of people agreed with Deborah Mark back then. It got 63% of the vote back, oh, in, back in 2018. But the Supreme Court has taken up the cause and decided they want to hear the case. And it was happening today at the United States Supreme Court. This story, though, is loaded with people who feel a ruling favoring the pork producers could inspire many more industry challenges to state regulations. This could open the door to all sorts of awful things concerning the climate. And, oh, they have a whole list of... Well, yeah, because you can't you can't disrupt other states' uh, commerce, other states, e e uh, the other states' economy, by by coming up with all kinds of bizarre rules. Right? No, no, no. These are advocates, John, who think that this is bad if they don't allow California's Prop Twelve to stand. They were yeah, afraid no, the Supreme I... Court throws it out. Yeah. Then they're going to start doing this over other state yes, rules. Yes, and I hope they do, because I don't think California should be disrupting other other industries and. Other economies, I think. I think all the all the stuff California does ought to be thrown out by a court. Now, remember when this story was covered earlier this year? It was uh, full of headlines like "We would not be able to get pork anymore. No more bacon for California." But actually, the top U.S. pork producing company is Smithfield Foods. Oh, look at that! Owned by a Chinese company. <laughs> there you go. They're they're going to comply with the law. But that probably, John is right, will result in definitely higher prices. Yeah, like the bacon isn't uh, costly enough? Uh, like how much should I pay for bacon? What, I don't know because I don't buy bacon. It's, so I can't tell you. It's gotten way up. I know. I've, I've heard you talk about that. Well, maybe uh, now you need an alternative. Uh, or you can explore there, your it, options. There's no alternative to bacon. It is simply so, the best tasting. There's vegan bacon. <laughs> can try that. Always with the vegan alternative. That's not an alternative. That's For just soy, though. Is. I thought you didn't yes. like those substitutes. I, I I'm not going to eat any of that. I don't eat the oh. substitutes. I'm just saying to John, if he's going to complain about the price of bacon going up, you can try an alternative. No. You know, it's just that I don't care what happens to animals I eat. I, so I, just, I have to be honest. I just say it out loud. I just don't care. I just want to eat them. I'm very We're sad talking about as little as six to as much as ten square feet. The law that passed requires 24 square feet for the pigs. That's about 2.2 square meters. The mm. current standard is between 14 and 20 square feet. So you think that makes a difference, Deborah Mark, yeah, in their I happiness? Do. I do. I, extra, I do. Like I think they should. Feet? Yes, yes. They're not. Then they're not on top of each other. They oh. have a little bit better life before they're slaughtered. It's very possible, though, with this conservative Supreme Court, it could go 6-3 against your pigs. Sorry. Well, I just think that stinks. We already voted in favor of that. Yeah. Oh, there's a little picture of the pigs kind oh. of staring from behind yes, the cage. They're so cute. People have pigs as pets. Really. John, maybe you need to go to a, a pig farm and play with pigs, and then maybe you'll <laughs> think twice pigs. about the pork that you want. I like eat. pigs as breakfast.
Do you ever hear of this fired up over Some, anything else? Sometimes for lunch. No, because I can't no, stand the way she, animals are treated. I really can't. It she, really gets under my skin. Then go to one of those slaughter places and free them. No, oh God. Like, well, first of all, I, like Joaquin Phoenix or whoever. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to end or, up. Or, I don't want to be the news. Glue <laughs> <laughs> yourself to a basketball court. All right, more coming up. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we're not even halfway done with the show. We'll give you full coverage on what happened today in L.A. as the L.A. City Council tried to hold its regular Tuesday gathering. And, of course, mobs showed up to protest the three council members involved in the racially charged audio. Uh, Nuri Martinez, the city council president, resigned the post of city council president, but she did not resign the city council. She didn't show up. The other two, Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo, did show up, but they left rather quickly. Uh, none of them, to our knowledge right now at this hour, has actually resigned from their position on the L.A. City Council. Mm. We'll bring you some of the crazy audio, talk about the story a little later on in the show. Steve Cooley comes back on the show, John, at 4.05, the former L.A. County D.A. There is news from the people behind the recall effort against L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. They're going to sue, and there's a couple of things that we can talk about. The one that I found intriguing is that they say that the L.A. County Registrar of Voters has not paired from the voter rolls all the people that don't belong in there, meaning they're dead, they moved, right? That there's way too many people listed on the rolls. Wow, how does that affect the recall? Well, that's what led to the number of signatures they needed to gather. Right. You get it? Yeah. So if they're successful in this, they may have gotten enough valid signatures if we go with the actual number of real registered voters. So, Well, uh, they need to go to court with this. That's what they're doing. They're also going to court over what they believe was a shoddy job of uh, signature checking. I'm sure they're right. And I I hope they gather the evidence to prove it, because I, I think the people who run the L.A. County Registrar's Office are a bunch of crooks. So the two claims are valid names were rejected and voter rolls were mm-hmm. inflated. So right. because uh, Steve Cooley will be on. Yeah, because the standard that. is a certain percentage of all the people who are registered to vote. So the higher the total number register, the higher the total number you're going to need on the signature, uh, the total right. number of signatures on the uh, petitions. All right, sign of the times. We've talked about this before. There is a library in Long Beach. It's named for Billie Jean King. Well, it's to go only. You can't go into the library and sit down and browse or, you know, read a book or take advantage of whatever other services they have. It's a to-go library. Does anybody have a guess as to why? They're just calling it security issues. It's the vagrants. <laughs> it's the vagrants. It's, it's, yes. it's the mental patients and the drug addicts. They they can't they can't have the front door of the library open because all the lunatics come in, and uh, the librarians don't have the guts to throw them out. Library is closed for approximately two weeks, say the signs, but most think it'll be at least a month. Or the library has had several situations where individuals have have had mental crises on the property, some of which required the police to come. All right, so what, what what do they have to be closed for a month? Are they actually cleaning out the feces and uh, and all the urine damage? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe they're just hoping that the, the homeless who go there every day looking to realize, oh, maybe it's gone. I guess it's closed forever. Oh, they no, they'll come back. 
I yeah. guess so. I, they, they, it they, says here they're working on a better security plan as well as providing staff with special training to handle the incidents. Special training. You have to evict them. Yeah, maybe you need some armed guards and you just you just drag them out. That's what you what's what you they've got no they've got no possible right to be there. That's for if that's for kids just, and, and people who are studying and researching. That that's not for for a meth addicts, fentanyl addicts, uh, mental patients. What the hell's wrong? I've never understood librarians. This has been going on for decades. Librarians' tolerance of all the disgusting. I mean, these 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 are sexual predators. Some of them they come in and they're watching uh, porn. And they're pleasuring themselves watching porn. They're sitting right next to kids. It's like what, all these nice uh, little ladies who work at the library, and it turns out that they're uh, they're left-wing lunatics. All right, Steve Cooley's coming on next to talk about, uh, well, a legal effort. The uh, people behind the re- effort to recall L.A. County D.A. George Gascon are back. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Devin Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.